0: It is that time of the week again. Time to talk BYU football with BYU team captain Connor Pay. What went wrong against Iowa State? What needs to be corrected as BYU welcomes in Oklahoma? And it's also Senior Day, a day that Connor Pay is scheduled to be honored. We'll talk about all of that ahead on Locked On Cougars.
1: You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Thank you to all of you who are everyday with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, this is your original daily podcast focused on all things BYU, and today's show is brought to you by our title sponsors over at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs is helping you find the right people for your team faster, and more importantly, they're doing it for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply all right time now to welcome in byu team captain connor pay been kind enough to join us all season long every single week and connor uh first off how are you sir
1: Good, about as good as I can be. <laughs> uh, well,
0: and that, I, cannot, I think everybody watching and or listening to this uh, can commiserate with you. Uh, three straight losses, obviously, all of them in a pretty rough fashion. Let's start off with Iowa State. Uh, what was the initial reaction for you after the game? And then as you've had a couple of days to digest it, how are you feeling?
1: I mean, we just, we can't we can't start every game behind, mm-hmm. you know? And so to to give, especially when you play good teams week in and week out, to give the ball away twice at the start of the game is just setting yourself up for failure, you know? And so I think as I've, as I've mulled over the game more, you know, it's, it's, you know, we, we are able to put a couple, a couple good drives together, mm-hmm. but, You know, a lot of it was just playing catch up and uh, and you don't really have, you know, your full offense at your disposal when you're in that mode. And so, you know, you think about a lot of things like, okay, man, maybe we don't throw the pick on that first drive. What if we can put things together on that first drive, Mm -hmm. go down and score or, you know, we don't fumble on the second kickoff. You know, how how different would that game have been? I don't know. I don't know. We'll never know. But um you know, I think uh turnovers are, are have been an issue for us in the last in the last few weeks, which had been on the first half of the season a major strength of our team. Mm-hmm. Um and has now become a weakness, you know, and so um it's it's uh it's challenging to, to beat anybody. Um It's challenging to even hang in the game when you give the ball away like that.
0: Now, obviously, adversity is part of what football is all about. You have to uh, deal with it, adverse situations. But as you mentioned, uh, it felt like even before you guys really – the game really started, quote-unquote, you're down 10 nothing Because you mentioned, a f- interception, yeah. converted for a touchdown just a few plays later. Ensuing kickoff, fumbled. Well, guess what? They kick a field goal, to go up 10 nothing, And then you guys – and I'll give you guys credit on this. The offense at that point, though, you get the ball back and you guys motored right down the field to make it 10-7. The question I have, though, is the ensuing, uh, uh, I guess, drives – After that, you guys uh, struggled to get first downs. And then more importantly, uh, Iowa State conversely started converting seemingly every third down thrown at them. It was third and four, third and seven, third and ten. They're getting all of that. How uh, tough can that be to think, okay, we've got some momentum back on our hands, but then suddenly they just take full control, grab the game by the throat once again, and don't ever let you see the ball seemingly?
1: I mean, yeah, no, that's challenging, especially coming off like a good drive, Mm -hmm. go down, score, um, and then to just kind of putter around and not not be able to move the football uh, as effectively um, you know because that you, you got to play complementary football, you know it's especially when your defense is kind of having a hard time when they're struggling a little bit and granted, those first couple scores we just screwed them over. Um, but uh, you know when your defense is struggling, that's when you need to sustain drives, mm-hmm. you know, go down, put points on the board keep them off the field, you know, kind of control the clock a little bit more. And and we weren't able to do that. And so, you know, that just gave Iowa State opportunity after opportunity, good field position um, to go down and just continuously put points on the board. And so, you know, everyone's going to have those moments in games where, you know, sometimes the offense is going to struggle for a couple drives or something. Sometimes the defense is going to struggle for a couple drives. But great teams kind of balance each other out. Where it's like, okay, defense is struggling, we need to go down on some sustained drives and put points on the board, and vice versa. Okay, the offense is struggling, we just gotta we gotta come up with a few quick stops so they can get in rhythm. And when you can't do either of those things, the game can slip away from you really fast.
0: Now, you and I have had a similar conversation at points during the season. I uh, There's a quote that Kalani had postgame. It was more about the defense. He talked about guys not trusting in the scheme right now. And I guess that that kind of goes to, uh, if you watch the game, a lot of it felt like they were guys trying to make plays outside of the responsibilities. And you and I have talked about the fact that at times, along the offensive front and on the offense in, in general at points this season, there has been a little bit of a lack of trust uh, uh, just amongst the players. I to. I want you to explain from your perspective how you go about uh, just uh, simply having to, I guess, let go and trust the guy to either side of you in your case as a center, or just uh, an understanding. You got to say, you know what, I've got to do my job, focus on that, and then I'm going to hope to heck that they're going to do their part.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that that's a major thing, you know, is as, as in, uh, and I, I don't even know at least on the on from the offensive line perspective, I'm, I'm not sure what's, uh, you know, all the scheme stuff going on on defense just yeah. cause I don't spend much time in that world, you know, but, um, at least for an offensive line, it's, it's, I think it's a lot less in trusting in the scheme. Like, obviously that's a big yeah. part of it, but I think, you know, trusting in each other is, uh, a major thing. And, you know, obviously, with guys getting used to each other, not really having played with each other very much, moving around positions. You know, we've had some challenges with that, and just not. And and I don't even know if it's if it's necessarily a lack of trust as much as it is maybe just a lack of knowing what exactly to expect. Okay, from that uh, uh, person or person you're playing with or that specific situation, and um, you know that's the that's the crappy part uh about this game a little bit is uh you know i felt in terms of the offensive line that we took steps forward in that department in this game um, you know i felt like we were con- we were consistently on the same page and um you know iowa state's a good team like they, they got us with some good twists and some stuff a, a couple of times and we gave up a couple of pressures and um and some sacks and you know, you know, good teams will do that, but obviously we gotta, we have to clean those up. Um, but uh, you know, to be able to rush for 190 or so, which I think was our highest of the season, um, was really not any like sure focus on really pounding the rock. Sure. Um, was 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 a big thing for us, and that was something that we wanted to and committed to do before the game, and and it, it just sucks that everything else was just, you know, we just couldn't quite get it done, and then it just when you can't quite get it done on one drive, you can't quite get it done on the next and the next, and then you look up and the game's out of hand, and uh, you know that's that's a really frustrating thing, and. You know, it's, I don't, we gotta, we gotta make changes to fix it. And I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what, uh, those changes can or should be. Um, you know, that's, that's, a, that's above my pay grade a little <laughs> bit, but, um, you know, we're just trying to stick together as a team because regardless of how the last few games have gone, you had tomorrow comes. You know, and and you have to move forward and you have to figure out um, how to make the most of the next day because we play another game. You know, we play another game. We, we play a really good team this week in, in Oklahoma, and we're going to have our work cut out for us, and we, we've got to show up and do a much better job than we've been doing. And and so, you know, that's kind of where the mindset has to be at, um, you know, even though things aren't going the way um, we want them to go right now. You know, you have to be willing to make changes to get better and move forward. Um, And because, you know, it is senior night, so you want to do it for the seniors. Um, And, you know, it's, I'm not too sure yet, but it could potentially be my last game in Lavelle Edwards Stadium, which, you know, is a very emotional and meaningful thing for me um and so you know that's where our mindset's at this week there's just there's there's so much potential there if we can just stop making those stupid mistakes every every loss we've had this year has come with a plethora of mistakes that by and large have cost us the game and and i think it i think it mainly comes down to just the turnover battle you know when we to when we To win the turnover battle, we're a hard team to beat. Yeah. And when we when we lose the turnover battle and lose it badly, we get smacked. You know, and so and that's just kind of the reality of where our team's at right now. You know, and so the focus I think this week has to be just taking care of the football. Let's do what we gotta do to win the turnover battle so we can give ourselves the chance to make something happen.
0: Well, I'll back you up. The stats say that. When you guys are plus in the turnover margin this season, you're 5-0. and When you're even or minus in the turnover margin – 0 oh, and 5. Uh, it can really just be that simple. And uh, I, w- I got a couple of questions I want to ask you about that. I also want to talk, as you mentioned, about Oklahoma. We'll get to all that here momentarily. Uh, first, do you get a word in on our friends over at Jace Medical? They've been working with us for a long time. Now, the best part about Jace Medical is they've got you guys covered no matter what's going on in the world right now. All of us uh, want to feel more secure as the things seem to be spiraling out of control. It feels like uh, countries invite- invading other countries. We've got uh, terrorist uh, actions going on all time, natural disasters. The best part about it is Jace Case can help you have peace of mind knowing that you have at least five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use on hand at all times. Uh, you can have ED medications delivered to you guys. You realize what that means? You can have extended travel, uh, bring on the next natural disaster, supply chain issue. You're covered top to bottom, my friends, no matter what you're looking for. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for anything you're looking for with the Jace Case. Right now, go to jacemedical.com to receive a 12-month supply of your daily medication. Remember to use the promo code Locked on at checkout for a discount as well. As a verified customer said this about Jace, I am thankful for the service. Supply chain issues have caused me to cut pills in half to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds within a year supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everybody. So if you or someone you know would love to have some peace of mind by having a year's supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off your purchase. It's all courtesy of your friends over at Jace, J-A-S-E, Medical.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate save money and get protected from mayhem like this based on coverage selected subject to terms, conditions and availability savings vary. All right. Continuing on now with Connor pay BYU team captain here on his weekly visit on the podcast. And Connor, you, you kind of lifted a little bit saying that you're not hundred percent certain on if this is going to be your final game as a BYU football player inside Lavelle Edwards stadium, but there are you and uh, 29 other of your teammates, according to the release this week, who are going to be honored on senior day. Uh, Give me a sense. Obviously, it's still a, a few days away, at least before that game actually takes place. But if it is your final game as a BYU Cougar, uh, what are some of your emotions at the moment?
1: Um, I mean, to be honest, I haven't had much time to to kind of dwell on that. Mm-hmm. You know, just because of the state of where we're at. Yeah. You know, it kind of it's kind of hard uh, to think about those emotions or what it means and all this stuff, just because. I don't want to go in there and lose, you know, on, on, on senior night. And so, you know, a lot of that energy has been, uh, poured into Oklahoma. Mm Uh, and so, I mean, obviously, you know, BYU has meant so much to me and being able to play in, in Lavelle Edwards has been a special experience since the day I got here. And since I came to my first game there as a toddler, you know, it's, uh, it's been a special place and you know, it'll always have a special place in my heart. If, if this is my final game there. Um, and you know, so those are kind of just, those those are the emotions, you know, and I don't know if it's, if it's hit me fully, mm-hmm. um, you know, just cause I'm kind of in the, in the mode of the season, you know, in my, in my schedule. And so and maybe it'll hit me more on Saturday, but obviously really special and meaningful place. And, it's special because of the fans and the, and the people who are there supporting us. And, you know, I wish I wish we were doing a better job for them uh, right now. But um, so that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at on that, I guess I'd say
0: now Oklahoma highly ranked high powered uh, team obviously storied tradition Uh, it also comes with and I I learned this today myself as i was doing some research for this uh, a 10 a.m. kickoff Connor and the last time BYU had a 10 a.m. kickoff and I I probably was at this game or I at least watched it was in 2004 against the University of New Mexico uh, of all teams so it has been almost 20 years uh, since the Cougars uh, have played a 10 a.m. kickoff Uh, your thoughts first off on playing a Morning game.
1: I mean, I don't. I don't mind it. That's for sure. I mean, kind of the thought of uh, you know we'll probably have like a six a.m. call time. Yeah. Uh, at the hotel, get up, eat breakfast, do our final meetings, and go to the stadium. You know that. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I don't. I kind of like it. You know, because I I uh, I kind of like waking up early mm-hmm. a little bit, and so. Um, you know, we've never, like you said, we haven't played, we haven't played a game this early in years. So, you know, it's, it's going to feel different than the other games. And maybe that's exactly what we need right now, you know? And so, I mean, I'll, I'll, we'll take it from anywhere at this point, you know?
0: Uh, your thoughts on facing Oklahoma because, like I said, they're one of the more storied programs, and just in college football in general, have won a lot of games over the years. They're they're one of those that are like the "quote unquote" blue bloods out there. Uh, like you mentioned, this might be your final game as a BYU football player. What 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 are your feelings in knowing that if you do go out, uh, this being your final game in Lavelle Edwards Stadium, it's against one of the true uh, big dog programs in college football. <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, no, I have a ton of respect for Oklahoma. And as I've studied them more, they're obviously a, a really solid team and they've played well this year, you know, and they've uh, they, they score a lot of points. And so, you know, that's that's a challenge for our offense to, to try to, uh, you know, try to match that and, and give our defense some chances. Um, and but no, definitely have a lot of respect for them and, and how they play you know, and they've got a, they've got a, um, a really solid defense. Um, and you know, uh, not, not as much in terms of some of the other teams we've played in terms of, you know, guys up front that are just, uh, you know, just dogs, mm-hmm. but the way they play together is, is, is really good as, you know, it as I've watched more tape of them, they switch up their fronts quite a bit to freeze up their backers to do a lot of things and, you know they're a good coverage team, so a lot of respect for Oklahoma. I and mean, they've done a really good job, especially, you know, kind of having a little bit of a rough season uh, last year to, to turn it around and bounce back and be playing as well as they are. So you know, a lot of respect for them.
0: Now, uh, you, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you did play in that Boca Raton Bowl back in 2020. I think you actually stepped in. Was it, was that your first career start?
1: Yeah, that was was the first game ever that I played major minutes in, yeah.
0: Okay, well, that means you you were on the same field as uh, current Oklahoma quarterback Dylan Gabriel because he was the starting quarterback uh, for UCF in that game when you guys played them. You had any memories of that game and watching him play at all?
1: Uh, Not so much. He's a lot better now than he was back then. (laughs) Uh, And so, you know, because I I just remember – I do remember that their defense sucked. That I do remember. Um, cause I came into the game and, you know, it's my first time playing against or with some of those older guys mm-hmm. like Chandon and Brady and Tristan Hodge and, you know, going through combos, getting them to backers. And I'm like, man, this, this is easy. <laughs> like this is, uh, this is not as hard as I thought it would be. So their, their defense wasn't exactly, um, very good that year. Their offense did score some points. If I remember, they I think it was, yeah. I think this 21, maybe, mm-hmm. I think the final was like 42 to 21 or something like that. Yeah. Um, so they did score some points. And I do remember him making some good throws and running um, a decent amount. But, yeah, not, not, com- not comparable to what he's doing right now. He's, he's had a hell of a season.
0: Uh, I've got one other question just regards to Oklahoma, and then we'll get to some listener questions here in a moment. But uh, there was the Civic civic Engagement Day for you guys this week. Uh, Monday you guys took it off. No official team activities as mandated by the NCAA. Uh, In some thought that that may uh, put you behind the eight ball in terms of your preparation, what is your confidence level? You guys will be able to overcome that and be ready come game time on Saturday.
1: Um, I, I I don't know. I don't think it puts us behind the eight ball at all. Um, just because Monday is typically a day where we lift, mm-hmm. we review from the last game um, and uh, you know we don't re- we don't really get in deep into Oklahoma prep uh, quite yet or, or whoever we're playing that week. Monday's more of a review day pull from that game and then we go we do a little bit, but then we go heavy into the opponent on Tuesday, which is kind of our normal schedule anyways. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this, Today, you know, with the, C- the Civil Day, we had kind of an optional, uh, you know, lift and then meetings, which basically everyone was at. And we just ran it as players and, um, you know, we kind of made it mandatory uh, <laughs> as, as, as players. And we yeah. just kind of did it early in the morning before classes, went in, got a lift. Um, Went up for for us. We met as an O-line and, you know, reviewed a little bit from the game like we would on a normal Monday and then kind of got a jump start into Oklahoma. So I don't think it puts us behind the the A-ball in that aspect. Just uh, the only difference is we kind of just had to do it on our own and not with the coaches. But, you know, if anything, you know, the coaches spend a lot of the Monday getting the game plan together. You know, but they have to kind of take time out of that to go and review the game with us on Mondays. So, if anything, we gave our staff a little time to deep into into Oklahoma prep. So.
0: All right, uh, we will get to some listener questions here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, do need to talk about our friends over at LinkedIn. They've been working with us for months now. They're one of our great recruiting sponsors here on the podcast, as well as the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, these these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates available, and that's why you guys need to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team. Faster and more importantly, they do it for free. You can go online, set up your job. Job, posting right away on LinkedIn and then add your job in that purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. They feature simple tools like screening questions, make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. And it's why small businesses are rating LinkedIn jobs number one, in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you would like to talk to faster, my friends. Post your job for free right now at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com com college to that job for free once again terms and conditions apply today's show is also brought to you by one of our great local sponsors that's our friends over at Perry Homes now Perry Homes has been helping us out and obviously we want to help all of you out here in the state of Utah whether you're looking for your first home or ready to upgrade to your dream home Perry Homes has a house for you for 50 years Perry Homes has been Utah's premier home builder with communities throughout the state they have many communities home designs and price points all designed to meet your needs as a consumer they have beautiful communities and. Day Davis, Salt Lake, Tooele, and Utah counties, as well as multiple communities in Washington County near St. George as well. They offer over 50 unique home designs from Ramblers to two stories to townhomes, Uh, literally anything you guys could want. They can find it for you guys, and they're offering generous financing incentives to the preferred lender right now as well. So visit PerryHomesUtah.com to see what's new in Utah's finest neighborhoods. That's Perry, P-E-R-R-Y, PerryHomesUtah.com to learn more now. For 50 years, Utah has been coming home to Perry Homes. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars a part of your day. Everybody hope you have a fantastic day whenever you watch and or listen to this. Uh, as we get draw near the close, wrapping up here with uh, you, Connor. Uh, now, uh, we had a listener reach out to me, and uh, he did send this message uh, via email, and he, he titled it... Uh, you said, Jake, I had more of a comment for Connor pay this week. So this comes from our good friend, Jordan. And he says this, uh, could you let him know how grateful I was that he took the time to take a picture with me and so many other fans after a hard game, I will always be a big fan of him. Uh, no matter what happens the rest of the season. Also, if you could tell him, I'm sorry, the candy bar I got him was not bigger.
1: <laughs> well, Jordan, I appreciate that, man. I, uh, he did. He gave me a little fast break at the, at the end of the game. Uh, that I mentioned a few weeks ago. You did send
0: this picture in, by the way. I, I, my, my camera's not going to pick it up. Everybody. There you go. If you can see it on YouTube, that's the picture of Jordan <laughs> O'Connor. So there you go.
1: Yeah. No, Jordan, I appreciate it. And we always, I mean, the, I mean those fans that stuck it out to the end, man, They just that's the, walking around, saying hi. Mm-hmm taking pictures, signing their stuff, even though I don't know why on God's green earth they want my signature. But, um, you know, just taking the time to do that is the least we could do after they stuck it out with us through a game where they really didn't have to, you know, and I I know I've made jokes about, you know, my shoulder getting sore and stuff as I walk around the stadium (laughs) and stuff. But, you know, those fans deserve it. They deserve the world for sticking through that BS with us.
0: Now, uh, he did also have this question for you, though. Uh, could you ask <laughs> Connor what current NFL team scheme he would like to play for if he could ultimately choose
1: where he got to go? <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's, I mean, the the honest answer is anyone who will take me. Okay. You because know, that's yes. just kind of how the – that's how the business works. You just need someone to give you an opportunity, but uh, you know, preferably somewhere that doesn't have state taxes. <laughs> well, he
0: says that uh, personally, I think it would be great on my Philadelphia Eagles team, and I hope he gets drafted to them when he does go pro. So uh, maybe you could maybe <laughs> you could replace Mister Kelsey there in Philly. You never know.
1: That's a uh, that's a special offensive line. So that would be. That would be that would be a tall task, but that would be exciting. <laughs>
0: no doubt. Um, I also had another question that came in uh, via Ethan here, and it says, "Jake, can you ask Connor when things are down, like as they are right now with the BYU football program, when he feels down, what does he do to cheer himself up?"
1: Um, I mean, there's, there's, there's a few things I like to do. I mean, and I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I call it you know the healthiest thing but when when things aren't going well i kind of just want to nosedive right into it and try to find solutions okay you know which i mean but also for me is you know I'm, I'm one player on this team and so how far can i really take that outside of my job not very far you know even 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 as a captain you know trying to uh trying to help my teammates do the same thing and so i, I did do that on sunday watching the game multiple times trying to figure out what what we could have done. But I think there's also times where you just kind of need to step back. And, and for me, um, you know, when those times get really challenging, you know, I turn to my family first and foremost, Um, just, I don't even care if we're not doing anything at all, just going and, and just being, you know, my parents live 30 minutes from here. You know, I can, I can drive home on a Sunday, you know, and I can, I can spend time with my parents and my brother there. And that's, that's a really good kind of detox for me, you know, when you can kind of, especially these last few weeks where it's pretty, um, it's pretty negative a little bit, um, in terms of, you know, what you see and what you're trying to fix. It's like, Oh my gosh, there's so much bad going on mm-hmm. and, and a little bit of good, but a lot more bad in the last three weeks where you kind of have to, you kind of have to get out of that mindset a little bit to kind of help reset you for the week so you can go and, and, and attack this next week with the same energy and enthusiasm without letting it pull you down. Um, and so, you know, spend time with my family going to church for me. That's, that's also that reset spending, spending some, some time in the scriptures. And, you know, if there's, if there's anyone who understands, you know, kind of how I feel, um, and how kind of, how crappy this can be sometimes it's Christ. And so, You know, turning to him and, and, you know, finding solace in in his words and in his teachings. And, uh, and of course, for me also, you know, I'll go bang the drums for a little while. I'll (laughs) grab some sticks and go hit some stuff. So, um, you know, those are kind of the things I like to do. Um, You know, and I don't, I don't get a lot of time to do some of those things because there's just so much work that needs to be done. But I do think it's important for, kind of your mental state to kind of, you know, back up a little bit, take some time, even if it's like you got 15 minutes one day, even if that's all I get to, you know, talk to my family, read read some scriptures, go play a couple songs on the drums. I take it just so I can kind of reset my mind a little bit.
0: Well, I think that's a good spot to leave off. Uh, we will wish you the best of luck this week against Oklahoma, Connor. Uh, we'd love nothing more than for you guys to go out and quote unquote shock the world and get your sixth win, obviously. And uh, <laughs> as Klein talks about, extend the season one more game with that bowl, getting to bowl eligibility. But uh, yeah, once again, best of luck this week, and we can be next week and uh, talk about a road trip to Stillwater and Thanksgiving, I guess.
1: That's the plan.
0: All right. Well, Connor, thanks again, my man.
1: Thank you, Jake. Appreciate it.
0: All right, that's Connor Pay. I'm Jay Catch. A big thank you once again to all of you for tuning in to Locked On Cougars here and obviously checking things out. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day, as we often say. And thank you once again uh, for being a part of it. Thank you for being everydayers, as we like to call you guys, right here on the podcast. Until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast. See ya.
1: Hey, Prime members.